J. Elliot here, taking time out from doing British things like correcting people's grammar and... Well, that's it really, to congratulate you, the listener, for selecting the True Blue Riffcast. Yes, you could have picked any one of the thousands of Riff Tracks themed podcasts on the web, but your perspicacity led you to seek out the number one Riff Tracks podcast, and for that, you should be commended. Now I'm going to turn you over to your hosts, Dave and Jeremy, and I shall board a flight back to England without even so much as the boxed lunch I'd been promised. Thank you, Matthew J. Elliott. This is the True Blue Riffcast, the number one riff tracks podcast in the world. I am Jeremy, and I am joined, as always, hopefully by... Oh, what's up? It's me, Dave. Are we just having microphone issues today? Sorry, guys. <sighs> yeah, we started a little bit late today. Uh, Dave was trying everything and uh, couldn't get his mic to work, so... He's, uh, he's on a different input plan, source. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so aside from that, Dave, how's it going? Oh, it's going okay. I mean, it's um, we actually had a, uh, a massive snowstorm here. So, you know, 
my neighbors aren't going to be able to complain that they can't water their lawns. (laughs) We're getting our massive snowstorm or our next massive snowstorm uh, tomorrow. Uh, We're supposed to be getting uh, a lovely 10 to 15 inches of snow. So that'll be fun. Nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. No, not really. Uh, uh, so <clears throat> you know, you know what I'm excited about. What's I'm that? excited about James Wen's new movie. What is it? It's not a Birdemic movie. I saw it on his thing. Oh, the one where he's uh, he's over in Vietnam right now, prepping for it. That's what yeah, James Wen is up to. Uh, I'm looking. I, I don't guess remember. I'll jump right into that. Yeah. Um. Sea rising. <laughs> Oh, there's a page for it. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. literally all the web. All the page for it says is three friends went to Vietnam for a vacation where they found romance and more. And then it's a picture of a flooded uh, village with just the roofs poking up above the water. And then underneath it, it just has sea rising, a James one picture. Like he just opened it up in like Microsoft Word and. <laughs> Just typed it over, over the thing there, but that's it. That's the last update we got from James Wen. Uh, oh, since February twenty five. Oh gosh. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty. Because it's March he got, already. He's got like the. He's got like the. Um, you couldn't even find a place that had, that had no power lines. <laughs> you know those those big giant uh, bird houses. That's like a, a big apartment complex for birds, basically. He's standing in front of one of those. And he <laughs> looks very awkward. Like he's James, when you're getting your picture taken, say stand up straight. Stand up straight. Don't slouch. Don't slouch, James. Which is exactly what he's doing. He's just standing there, kinda hunched forward a little bit. But that's that's all we got. From James or right what now. The hell is James went up to. Yeah, it's so did not. Did you see Cocaine Bear? <laughs> We're just jumping all over the place, are we? Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. This is why I don't run the podcast, everybody. Yeah. I'm just giving Jeremy <laughs> a hard time. So, uh, yeah, looking at the box office, uh, number one movie still, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania, which I went and saw last week. Uh, last the same day we did the podcast last week, and I. I don't get what everybody's complaining about. I think it's a fine movie. I do get the point that somebody made that it's a good Star Wars movie. Um, <laughs> like, it felt kind of Star Wars-ish. Uh, just as in far, like, how the setting looked and all the different uh, alien creatures and stuff like that, including the guy who looks like Broccoli, as Michael uh, Michael Douglas points out. Uh, our number two movie, Cocaine Bear. Number three, uh, Jesus Revolution. Number four, Avatar, Way of the Water. And number five, Puss in Boots, which is still still hanging in there, even though it's on DVD and Blu-ray and you can watch it at home. And it's still in fifth place. Such a, such a strange... Such a strange mix of movies we have in the theater now. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and the, the best part... Cocaine Bear and Jesus Revolution both opened uh, last weekend, this past weekend. <laughs> and um, but you never thought you'd say that sentence in your life. Yeah. And on Saturday uh, at our movie theater, 
both movies were coming very close to selling out uh, and most of their showings on Saturday. Saturday was a very, very, very busy day. Like, we were not expecting it to be like that, and it was nuts. Um, Which, I mean, you know, hey, that's great that that many people were coming to the movies, but uh, just the fact that, that the two of them came out at the same time and both were full. And of course, which one, which one made more money? What's your cocaine guess? Bear. Cocaine bear. Yes. Cocaine bear made almost $10 million more. Uh, but I mean, Jesus revolution made 15.8 million. So that's kind of surprising also. Um, but yeah, a cocaine bear. Uh, it's, it's kind of boring. Like I thought it was well, going to be, yeah, let's, Let's do a deep dive on cocaine. Oh, I'm not going to do a deep dive, but oh. I thought it was going to be like a a comedy horror type thing and it was really just kind of boring. Uh the first like nothing happens really for a while in the movie and like I checked the time and I'm like, man, it's got to be like halfway over and I looked down and the movie had been going for 15 minutes and I'm like, "Oh god, it's Copper Mountaining." And uh other people have felt the same way about the movie. Like they thought an hour or so had passed and they looked down and it's like 20 minutes into the film. So that's not a good sign. Like, uh, and you know, it's once the bear starts like murdering a bunch of people, it's a little more fun, but overall I just thought it was just kind of meh. Well, okay. I just found out a couple things I didn't know about this movie. And I, it's kind of shocking to me that number one, it was a, a directed by Elizabeth Banks of all people. Yep. Um, and it apparently is one of the last roles of Ray Liotta. Yes, yes, Ray Liotta that's, is in the movie. That's How'd you like that to be your final cool. credit? <laughs> it oh, what was the last great. movie? I, I, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna check because yeah, look, I, I'm looking that up right now. If that's if that's his final role, like what a way to end that's things. Really bad. Poor guy. Ray Liotta. Previous. Co- oh no, it is. Oh no. There's nothing. Oh no. Oh, he has three upcoming. Okay. Oh, thank God. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. So, Fool's Paradise, Dangerous Waters, and. April 29th, 1992. What the hell happened on April 29th? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm... Shopkeeper so, must save him son from an angry mob during the L.A. uprising after the Rodney King verdict. So April, April 29th, 1992 apparently is... Um, That's the Rodney King when the riots happened after... Oh, okay. Well, it's also a sublime song, which... Okay. <laughs> But yeah, it says says a shopkeeper must save his son from an angry mob during the 92 L.A. uprising after the Rodney King verdict. Uh, Okay, Uh, well. That's going to be. I suppose I get down with that. Remember how great things were in 1992? No. I was a freshman in high school, so things weren't that great. I was in fifth grade. (laughs) Shut up. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, so um, we do have to talk about uh, our Rift Tracks release, but really after that, after <laughs> that, 
Uh, it's the return of the True Blue Bando cast. Woo! Uh, after we talk about our, our riff tracks thing here, um, we'll uh, we'll go on a on a little like maybe two minute ad break or something like that, and uh, we'll get resituated. Give everybody a chance to get out of here who doesn't want to be spoiled for the Mandalorian. Yeah, because we realized that that would be the better way to do it last year, um, during the second season, as opposed to talking about it first, and then talking about the Rift Tracks movie. Uh, that way, if you haven't watched it yet, uh, you know you Is don't have to worry about any it? sort of spoilers. Yes, that's how we did it last year. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, hey, it's like that again. Screw it. Or was it last year or was it the year before? I don't even That's remember. Two years ago because we because because right last we, year was we was did a couple of episodes Book of Book of, of Boba Fett, and then, <laughs> then we both were like, "This kind of sucks out loud," so we kind of just didn't finish the Book of Boba Fett. I think we started podcast. we I think we started talking about it again once it turned into Mandalorian season two and a half. Um, yeah. But yeah, this 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 way, you know, there's no spoilers. You don't have to worry about anything. You can hang out if you want, or you can, you know, just go do whatever, go on with your day. Um, yeah, fine, go. Yeah. <laughs> but today we're gonna talk about uh, uh, another one from uh, the the same wonderful uh, wonderful mind who brought us Zindi the Swamp Boy. And it's uh, a movie Nick called Jr. Yeah, it's a movie called Cyclone. Uh it came out in 1978, the year I was born. What do you know? It came hey, out you were you were a freshman born. in high school in 1992 and you were born in 1978? Yeah. Hmm. hmm. What? I don't know. Oh, he directed Beaks too. I didn't know that. Yeah, you don't remember that? Well, I didn't know that he directed. I didn't know that he directed it. Of course, I remember Beaks. No, I mean that, that's what I mean. Just the fact that yeah. that he directed it. No, I don't. I, 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 I <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cyclone, nineteen seventy-eight, also known as Terror Storm. Now, fun fact: there is another bad movie. Um. Named Cyclone, that I think was released in like 1987, and it was uh, directed by our favorite person, Fred Olin Ray. <laughs> what? Yeah, uh, it's it's, it's, it's kind of crazy. That is that is a little a little. But honestly, crazy. knowing that, I would rather have this movie than that. <laughs> Watch, that's that's Friday's release. We're releasing Cyclone, a different one. <laughs> I, I think. Oh, you know what? Before before we get into Cyclone, we should give an update on the uh, the Kickstarter real quick. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's take a look at that. Uh, so Live they put up their here, yeah they put up their first stretch goal, uh, and that uh -oh. is uh, for the the ten free shorts that you can get uh, if you pledge even a dollar, uh, which is. Uh, you know, very very doable for most people, and you get ten shorts for it. And if you already have those shorts, then you get ten dollars in credit yeah, on the yeah, Rift Tracks yeah. website. I, uh, I but, usually oh I oh I have all these. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I obviously have all of them. I have all of the shorts that they've ever done. Um, but this is based on the number of backers. It's not based on any amount uh, of money that they've raised. 
So the first five of them have already been unlocked. Uh, so you can get Drawing for Be- Beginners, The Triangle, A Day with Fireman Bill, uh, The Hot Head and The Forgetter, The Myths of Shoplifting, and Safety as We Play. And uh, the other ones that are coming, Aqua Frolics, which is one of their older ones, uh, Duck and Cover, Flying Saucer Mystery, Campbell Soup, The Magic Shelf, and The Water We Drink. Uh, those will all be available. And they these always get backed super quick. Uh, it doesn't take much time for them to do that at all, and I would assume that after that, um, they that are immediately. Yeah, uh, and there's also a video that I, I somehow saw. haven't seen. It came out yesterday. I did work. I did work yesterday. Um, it says that they're teasing a very, very special stretch goal. I saw something on Twitter. Uh, let me look. That said uh, something about. Uh, like a book or something. A book. Uh, yeah. Let me uh. Let me check Sean. I think I saw it on Sean's. Yeah, stretch goal. We're writing a book, a whole dang book about one of the most important and sexiest men alive. Who is that? I don't know. He didn't say. <laughs> yeah, who is we? Uh, I, it just says we're writing a book. Um, the the video has uh, Mike, Bill, Connor, and Sean. Uh, so I don't know if it's just uh, like Connor and Sean writing it together, or if all four of them are writing it together. Uh, I I don't know, and I really can't play it. <laughs> I mean, I can play it, but. The link to okay here, the copy link to a tweet. Let's see a let's see a link to that tweet. This is what's great about doing these things live. <laughs> is we remember, we remember things as we're going and realize, oh hey, we missed stuff. And right. you get to hear it. Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this video real quick. Uh, okay. Everybody at home will be able to hear it. Uh, I mean, you could probably bring up the stream real quick and just turn the yeah, volume. Yeah, well, we're no, writing a whole dang book. I'll go ahead and uh, I'll go ahead and this is kind of dangerous considering our experience this morning. <laughs> but I'm going to mute my microphone and watch this thing. Okay. Well, you watch it. Okay. So here I go. One, two, browser. three. All right. Mute it. Hello, everybody. It is uh, several. Maybe is several four. No, it is. A couple of severals of Rift Tracks guys here. Um, Michael J. Nelson, Sean Thomason, Connor Lestoka, and me. I am Kevin Murphy. No, Kevin absconded with the Kickstarter funds and is (laughs) listening to Nick Nolte audiobooks down in Mexico somewhere. Yes, and he is... uh, He's started a company, a corporation in the Cayman Islands, and he's just laundering the hell out of our Kickstarter money. Yeah. Godspeed, Kevin. I got to hand it to you. It sucks for us, but man. It was a great idea. Yeah. It was a great yeah. idea. Keep, keep it keep it out of the crypto, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going nowhere, buddy. He loves that crypto. He just he will does. not stop. He <laughs> just wants like some weird duck NFT or something, like a duck smoking a big Meerschaum pipe or something, you know, and he thinks that's going to be worth billions someday. So 
You're in the Cayman Islands. Why do you have to make it even more layers removed from actual, you know, our banking system? Come on. <laughs> uh, anyway, we are here to uh, promote uh, our Kickstarter, which is going great guns. We're very grateful for that. Um, it's really been amazing. Hey, we'll thank you again by the time we leave. Don't worry. There'll be no shortage of thanking here. Mm -hmm. Yes. But for the moment, we want to just watch call all, your are attention. Watch all 10 minutes if you have not backed us yet, and even if you have, that no, um, I'm going to skip. I'm going to try and find out where it is. Oh, um, my, how would Webster's right. Dictionary describe a dollar uh, little piece of rolled? <laughs> Our promotions were ruined. <laughs> We're ruined. Um, and some of them have already been reached. So you get the of drawing for beginners and <laughs> yeah. ones to go, including mm -hmm. uh, well, Campbell's Soup, The Magic Shelf. I think that's Bridget and Mary Jo, right? It's your earlobe as you're trying to concentrate. Um, what are we doing, guys? What is our okay, project we that we are working on in secret, in our secret? Uh, it's 602. Lab. I think that's where they start talking about Gentlemen. Yeah, Anyone? Sean, take it. Sean, take it away. We've lost our minds, and we're writing a novel about yes. Nick Nolte. Oh, Nick yes. Nolte. Okay. Hearing yes. it said out loud, it just is sort of like... Well, yeah, when you say it, it out loud... It just all falls it's... into place. Yeah. <laughs> all right. They're writing a book about Nick Nolte. <laughs> so there we go, I guess. Okay, uh, that's all I need to know. <laughs> yeah, it's a book about Nick Nolte. And I, and I, I don't know if it's going to be like a biography... <laughs> No, they said it was a novel. They're 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 doing this thing on 372 pages right now. They're, we're reading a book called Edison's Conquest of Mars by I think his name is Garrett Peace Service, and it was written back when uh, Thomas Edison was still alive. It is basically fanfic of a living person. So oh. I'll, I'll have to go back and watch that video again. But I suspect this is what it is inspired by, and all four of them are probably writing this parody book. Yeah, inspired by Edison's conquest of Mars, but they're just writing like a Nick Nolte fanfic parody. I could, that's I could what see I'm that. assuming. I can see that, and that that could be interesting. I'm sure it'll be funny. Um, not sure what level we'll have to be at to get that, but as soon as that gets announced, we'll uh, we'll update update everybody. Uh, but let's uh, let's jump back into Cyclone. Very excited about this. No, um. But before so, that, let's talk about Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> yes. No, we're not going to do that. Um, so, yeah, this movie was directed by Ray Cardona, Renee Cardona Jr., uh, and he brought us, of course, Zindi the Swamp Boy uh, and Beaks and the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, all movies. Bermuda Triangle, too? Yeah, all movies rift uh, from from the guys here. And, now, I, uh, I think um, I think out of all of them, I think you're probably going to disagree. I think you're probably going to go with Beaks, but I think Zindi the Swamp Boy is 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 the best. Oh yeah, no, I agree. I agree oh, with that. Oh, yeah, I love. I know Zindi, you love Beaks. I love the Beaks, but I like Zindi more just because of the the bleak ending. Yeah, like, I. <laughs> and and this this kind of follows suit. Um, and we'll, we'll oh, talk yeah. about it in a minute, but so this movie, they're they're in the uh, the uh, Caribbean and or Caribbean, depending on uh, you know how you talk. And you're uh, a pirate or not? Yes, <laughs> they're uh, these a bunch of people like on a like a tour boat, like one of those glass bottom tour boats. Uh, yeah. And there's some people on an airplane 
um, that has one of the most hilarious, uh, hilariously inept crash sequences that I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. Um, and uh, then there's a cyclone, but the cyclone happens like right at the beginning of the movie, and then and the then rest of the it. Rest of the movie, it's just these dinguses in a boat. Yeah, and, and, a, and the tour die. boat with a with a broken motor. And uh, they do make a joke that the title of the movie should be called um, Sitting Around After the Cyclone Happens. And this is definitely that movie. This There's a lot of nothing that happens in this movie. And then everything happens, and then the movie's over. Like, yeah. It starts off with the cyclone. We get a few snippets of people on land that are like, oh, we need to go look for these people because my grandson's out there or my 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 children are out there or there's people stuck on a tour boat that I put out there. And then we're just with these people sitting on the boat doing nothing, uh, collecting rainwater the, the first time it rains after them being on the boat for five days. Hanging uh, out outside the boat. Yeah, like sitting on the roof of the boat. Uh, some lady pays a guy like $1,000 or whatever for the rest of his water. And uh, it's everything's just dumb like this for a while. And then uh, somebody snaps and... There's there's a dog on this boat, a little uh like Scotty. It was Scotty or Schnauzer, one of the, I think it's a Scotty. My it's a, it's not a big dog. It's not a big dog. Um but the dog's name is Christmas because as is explained by the the owner, uh the dog was born at midnight on Christmas Eve, the same time as Jesus. And that's why she named um, the dog Christmas. No, that's not That's not what that she works. says. That's what she says. So why didn't she I, name the dog Jesus? I don't know, but she named the dog Christmas. And uh, this, this, <laughs> I have to tell you this. I did send a message to Connor this morning, and <laughs> I told him, uh, I said, we, I just watched this movie uh, for the podcast, and uh, I, I said, what in the ever-loving, sweet, merciful baby Jesus was this movie? And he just said it was a Christmas classic is what it is. Um, so that kind of ties in with, with the dog thing. Um, somebody finally snaps and throws the dog off of the boat into the ocean. And then We don't this have guy... to talk about this. We don't have to. <laughs> well, I, I yes, we do. Yes, we do. And I'll, I'll keep it as brief as possible. Thankfully, we don't actually see what happens next. Um, a guy jumps off the boat... And they're like, what are you doing? Just leave the dog out there. And the guy's like, no, this dog is meat. And I said, oh, no. And my wife, who was sitting next to me, um, crafting some some uh, hair clips for uh, my daughter's uh, spirit week day today, um, she stopped and she looked up and she had her hand over her mouth. Like her, her jaw was dropped. And her hand was over her mouth. Like, she was completely in shock, just like I was. Um, Thankfully, the man does not kill the dog on screen. uh, But the man does kill the dog. And then cuts him up into pieces. And they use it for bait for fishing. Oh, God. 
Except for one guy reaches down and grabs a little piece of the meat for himself and just like eats it. Um, Ugh. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. And then uh, they catch like a mahi mahi. It's like a big fish. And uh, <laughs> then like right after that, the the woman, the pregnant woman on the boat who at the beginning of the movie said she was six months pregnant uh, goes into labor and has the baby. And it is the fastest I've ever seen a baby be born. The whole scene takes maybe maybe a minute at most where she's laying down and she's like, you know, screaming and she's making some pushing sounds, grunting and and her husband's there holding her hand. Like that. You know, you know how in old how um they take the uh, uh they go to like her point of view when they're like re- removing her cancerous tumor <laughs> out of her body. Yeah. I don't know. And, well, they they do kind of do that. It's uh, she she's screaming for a little bit, and then all of a sudden it just cuts to a shot of the doctor, who of course, of course there's a doctor, um, and he's he's lifting up the baby, um, and as you know in in movies they can't use actual like newborns and stuff, so this baby was at least a, a couple months old, and um, you know they got it he to make it look like it just came out. Like- yeah, and then they literally pass the baby around to everybody in the boat, which is another like weird. I it it seemed like they were taking the baby from her at first. I was worried they were gonna like sacrifice the baby, um, because That's after so what happened, after what happened to the dog, <laughs> I wasn't sure where they were going with this movie. Um, but they pass the baby all the way around the boat to like everybody, give the baby back to the mom. And uh, then we cut to the the next day, and some random guy in the boat is talking about how this other guy is dead. And then we have a discussion about eating his body. So it turns into a live all of a sudden. And uh, they're they're all discussing the merits of eating the body as opposed to, uh, you know, the the psychological. How about you? Yeah, and they asked the doctor, and the doctor's like, well, the human body should have all the nutrients that we would need to survive. No, and, thanks. I'll die. And then uh, it cuts to a wide Not shot of the boat, thing. and there's um, the dead guy up on the roof, and he's all naked, and there's somebody up there with a knife. <laughs> and then the next, the next scene, we get another shot of the top of the boat, and there's just like chunks of like body, like meat and stuff strewn across the top of the boat, like they were drying I'm it or something. An alcoholic beverage while you were describing this, by the way. <laughs> I, I I don't want any part of this. No, I don't blame you. It was all very disturbing. Um, so they eat the guy. Uh, it rains again. And they they have like a cooler, and they have all these empty Coke bottles, and uh, there was like a bucket, which I presume that they were using the bucket, um, unless they were just hanging hanging ass over the side of the boat. Yeah, that's um, not a fun thing to do. <laughs> and uh, so they filled everything with water. There's this old guy. He was one of the plane passengers, and uh, he's starts like sneaking bottles of water out of the cooler but they're glass bottles so they start clinking and everybody's like ah put the water back and they 
they start fighting over the cooler, and glass of course bottle. they they drop the cooler. Yeah, glass bottles of Coke. Um, they they drop the cooler and it goes right through one of the glass panels on the bottom of the boat, so the boat starts sinking. Yay! Uh, and then uh, a plane. These two planes come. the The dad, the mom, and the baby, and somebody else got on like this little. Like there was a local boat with like four fishermen on it that kind of drifted to them and they kind of like joined up um, and they got on the boat and kind of floated away and they were found by a, a, a steamboat in the middle of the ocean. But at uh, least yeah. it looked like a steamboat. It was really weird. Um, oh, and river. <laughs> they, they picked them up and then, you know, they, they kind of knew where about to look for the other people. So they sent a couple planes and these are small, like, like just little Cessna, like oh Piper Cubs. Yeah, there there's like room for maybe four people on them, and they turned them into clown cars when they found the people floating on the wreckage of the boat. Um, at least the ones who didn't get eaten by sharks. They load up on the plane. The plane takes off after like doing these little like skips across the ocean. <laughs> it finally it finally takes off because there's you know so many people in it. And then it cuts to the bloody water uh, in the ocean. And that's the end. That's the end of the movie. I hate it. <laughs> like, this movie, uh, I think it was like an hour and 11 minutes or something like that. Yeah, yeah. The cut was 71 minutes. The original version of the movie is 114 minutes. And then there is a cut version that was 97 minutes. I don't know. And then, I'm cool with this. Just, I, I'm cool with it being 71 minutes. Yeah, I'm I was, I was fine with that because, uh, yeah, it was not, not fun I'm fine to with this watch. Being the TV version, it's cool. I'm yeah, down. I, I'm, I'm wondering if maybe they didn't cut away in the other, the other versions, the longer. Oh, I'm sure the other versions are much more grotesque. Oh, but I am man. thankful that. Well, I mean, the 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 best course of action would be not to do this movie at all. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, if 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 we have to, and obviously they thought for some reason they did have to, um, then I definitely want the shortest version possible because this was just a nightmare. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm looking and it says that the German and Italian releases were severely censored, toning down the cannibalism sun- subplot. So if that's the 97-minute version, if we got the 70, what, 71-minute or whatever you said? Yeah, 71 minutes, I, I believe. I mean, I yeah, think, I I'm, think. I'm glad because I don't think we needed much more detail on the... Uh... No, I mean, it was disturbing enough. <sighs> Yeah. With just like what we saw. And, you know, frankly, uh, this is another one and done for me. You know, sorry, Riff Tracks, but like, I mean, you got my $11. I don't have to watch this again if I don't want to. Yeah. So it's, it was, it was fine to watch. Like, it was entertaining. Like, I was laughing my ass off um, in between being horrified. But uh, you know it's good gallows humor riff, I guess if you if we want to call it that. Uh-huh. Um, 
It is 71 but, minutes, confirmed. But yeah, I, I probably won't be watching this one again either. Just because it's... Uh, like, I know the ending to, I, to Zindi the Swamp Boy is like... Yeah, but that's the hilarious. Downer. It's about a kid being eaten by a cougar. I yeah. mean, come on. And the people that's... showing up literally like a minute too late. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 it, it's a little different, and it's not as 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 gruesome yeah. as, as the things that happen in this apparently very censored version of this movie. Um, <laughs> I don't resent its existence, like Cats or um, Copper Mountain or Things. Yeah, it's not a bottom ten riff. Uh, I just don't want to. I just don't want to watch it again, just because I don't like the way it made me feel. <laughs> exactly, I I agree with that. Uh, it just wasn't. Uh... I'm not. A, I'm, I'm not, as the kids say, a snowflake. But <laughs> I, I just I, I just don't want to. I just don't want to see that. It's kind of like how I don't want to see a bunch of old cast members of Star Trek: The Next Generation running around a dark set. Reminding me that they're all old and that, hey, this show ended when you were 13 and now you're 42. And now all these old people are running around trying to have uh, adventures and it's just depressing. I can feel myself turning to ash. Now, I don't <laughs> want to feel like that. But for some reason, I still watch Star Trek Picard. But I won't watch Cyclone again. I haven't watched uh, Star Trek uh, Picard since the second episode of the first it's season. Real bad. That's when they... Uh, it's a terrible started, show. Started dropping the F-bombs, and I'm like, hang on a second. Sheer effing hubris, yes. Yeah, we don't we don't, we don't, don't need that, and I just kind of, that was enough no, for me to not, no, to no, not no, watch no, it. No, no. Not in Star Trek. <laughs> no, no. That's why, like, they still keep talking about That's how- like talking about pornography in church. No, 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 no. No, we don't do that. <laughs> All right, so um, now we get to break down the movie points-wise. <laughs> this is gonna be fun. Uh, we might have more points than we did for uh, uh, Hobgoblins Two from last week. We might. I mean, Hobgoblins Two. Uh, let's see, four, eight, nine, ten. Hobgoblins Two was eleven oh, and a half points. Scored pretty low. That that is a bottom ten riff. <laughs> yeah, I'll say it. Um. This or one I think is movie choice. Let me say, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put it that way. Bottom ten movie choice. Yeah, that I will agree with. That that is that that is down there with with Copper Mountain, Cats, Things. Um, what's another one that we hate? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we know how you feel about Oblivion, so Oblivion I can stomach, honestly. I mean, it, but I can rewatch Oblivion. I mean, this is definitely I, 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 no dangerous men here, guys. Um, baby ghost, yes. I'll, 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 ghost, go and put, yeah. I'll, I'll go ahead and put baby ghost in there, even though I think we were the leading cheerleaders to get that. And <laughs> we were wrong. I've never you felt I've wrong. never felt so betrayed by a movie. Yeah, like you were supposed to be hilarious, like roller gator. Yeah, baby ghost. I you're stuck my to... I stuck my neck out for you. I'm I'm, be, I'm being like um. Greg Kinnear in uh, uh, what's that movie? What's that movie about the football uh, player? Invincible. 
Yeah. And he just grabs Mark Wahlberg by the neck and just screams at him, I stuck my neck out for you. <laughs> That's how I yeah. feel with, with, with Baby uh, Ghost. We were betrayed by the ghost. Um, True. So, uh, our first point here is plot. <laughs> Zero. There wasn't one. It was people floating in, in the ocean. It was not a cyclone. It was a cyclone for like a minute. And then it was just people pooping in the people pooping <laughs> in the ocean for an hour. And then they tell they killed the dog and then ate each That's other. They oh. killed the dog. They use it to fish. Yeah. Like <laughs> what? It's so messed up. So messed up. Uh acting. Zero. Oh, this is going to be, yeah, this is, this is going to be interesting. Cats. I don't know if it's going to be quite like cats, but. Uh, dialogue. Uh, zero. <laughs> I don't know. This might be a bottom 10 one. I don't know. Uh, cinematography. Oh, God. You know what? I'm going to give it a one just so that it doesn't get to the level of cats. <laughs> That's the only uh, reason. Yeah, uh, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with one for that. I'm gonna give editing um, a one and a half for for me okay. personally because uh, they there was some decent um, stock footage inserted in there. Oh yeah, at the very beginning when you get like the uh, uh, this goes back to cinematography when you see like the uh, the, the the like the stingray's eye view looking yeah. up into the bottom of the boot. Yeah, so one. Okay, cool. It can uh, it it can be on the same level as split second. It doesn't have <laughs> to be a bottom ten. It could be like just like right above the bottom ten. Yeah. Uh effects. Oh. So I mean everything was obviously, you know, practical effects. We we need okay. to talk about we need to talk about this plane crash. Uh uh Oh that, that plane that crash happened. was horrible. Because like the plane starts going down because of the cyclone and it it hits the water. We see the nose hitting the water. And then it cuts and the plane's still in the air. Like still like ten feet above the ocean. And then it hits the water again. And this time we see water it's like shooting in uh the 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 fuselage. But the people in the cockpit are okay. And it's like shooting in and every single seat in the airplane comes uh, unattached from the bottom of the airplane, and they all like pile on top of each other. It's kind of it's kind of brutal, like watching uh, the people get knocked around on the seats. It's almost uh, up there as the, the the shots of the dummies in the uh, the seatbelt shorts. <laughs> um. Like I don't understand why the seats would have love seat come undone shorts. like that. Uh, I think uh, Kevin makes a joke about how they attach them to the plane with uh, Elmer's glue, <laughs> and that's that's what it really seemed like. Like it just made no sense. Um, but it, it looked it looked kind of kind of brutal. And then of course we have uh, the the flesh chunks, which I guess we would have to count as like an effect. Um, like a special effect, right? Yeah, because it so, wasn't people. I don't know. I mean, it was it people. A two? a two. All right, I'm good with that. Uh, sound and music. This one's. We're being very charitable here, ladies and gentlemen. Sound and sound and music is weird. Um, because 
I'm going to defer to you on this one because they had some... I don't remember any of it. <laughs> I only remember at the very beginning and toward the very end um, when they were showing like the fish, that the the stock footage of the fish swimming underneath the ocean uh, because they played like really weird, super upbeat game show music. And I, I don't understand. Uh, I don't understand why. <laughs> and the end credits music was like really intense. Um, like not that it didn't really fit everything that had just happened in the last like 10 minutes of that movie because it was absolutely bonkers. So it makes sense that the music was kind of like that. Um, I think I'm going to give it a two and a half. Okay. Um, I defer to your judgment on this. Directing. Wonder what this is going to get. <laughs> directing. Uh, yeah. that gets a big fat zero. Goose egg. Sorry. I, I, I am not in a mood to be charitable with <laughs> Renee Cardona Jr. <laughs> at this point, because this movie was just was just suffering. Yeah, and and that's why I'm giving uh the the character of the movie itself that is getting a zero. There's no okay. way that gets anything above a zero because it was just a, a whole yeah, was, lot yeah. of nothing. Can okay? Can we be done with Renee Cardona? Sure. I mean, I don't think he's alive. I mean, like, 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 <laughs> like, 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 tracks. Can we be done with this man? I mean, I think we've got all the best stuff we can out of him. It's, it, it's, it's kind of like, 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 like in, in, in addition to Renee Cardona Jr., can we be done with Fred Olin Ray, please? Well, well, hang on, hang on. There's one other one from Fred Olin Ray that I would really like to get. What? That's, that's, that's his unreleased Christmas movie. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Well, about. we could do that one. We yeah. Okay. I'll... Um. Oh, there is actually another another for uh Rene Cardona Jr. movie that we got that I forgot about. Somehow missed it on the other list. Treasure of the Amazon. Oh, the Treasure of the Amazon. Yeah. Um, but he also has a uh. There's a couple other movies we might end up getting. Um, from him. Yeah. There's uh a movie from a year before this one. Um called the killer shark and hey, look, as far as I would shark be... movies, we're never going to beat the last shark yeah uh, or and then or, there's a movie or, uh or movie, the night of a thousand cats aka blood feast pass so we might end up getting that one too josh says the last shark is so good uh he also says i have not watched this riff and now i'm not looking forward to it yeah Josh, unless you're a completist, I'm not even going to finish that. <laughs> he might have already purchased it. Um, okay. If you if already, already bought it, it go, if, if, if you already purchased it, go ahead. But watch it. Just know that the the majority of the movie is super boring. There's some good yeah. riffs. Um, there's some really good oh, yeah. riffs. There's yeah, there's, there's some really good riffs. There's one uh, when the boat is sinking and they're all like clamoring to get out of it before they get like pushed down by the roof of the boat. And uh, I think it was Bill that says, uh, if only they had watched at your fingertips floats. Yep. That got a, that got a really hearty chuckle at me. There was, I, I laughed a lot during this movie, like out loud. This was, there was a lot of really dark humor in this one and it was perfectly fitting. Uh, that's that's the thing I like about these guys. They know 
one to go darker with it. I had to go dark, dark. Yeah. yeah. And this one was very, very dark, dark. This was darker than the dark, which, <laughs> in case you forgot, was something that they, yeah. that they, that they riffed. Uh, oh yeah, it was by um our pal uh, um, Raiden Clark, right? I believe so. It's not a typical Graydon Clark. Hang on. I think it was the dark, right? Wasn't it the dark? Or am I thinking of something way different? I know there's a movie called The Dark. Hang on. We'll bring it up on Rift Tracks. Let's see who directed that. Yeah, that's pile. good. Josh says, uh, I already know Cyclone is uh, not one that uh, Colette will be finishing finishing uh no just this one's called the dark they did the dark dark future and the dark power which uh the dark power is so good um this one let's see who directed it <laughs> Willem, i don't know willem devane stars in it yeah i i know that um but for some reason i thought that this was a graden clark uh the uh, uh thing but Hang on, I'm trying to find Apparently it. I was wrong. There it is. This one came out in 1979. Uh, this one was... Uh, huh. This was John Cardos and uh, one Mr. Uh, Toby Hooper. Toby same guy who... Hooper. Yeah, the same guy who gave us... Uh, I'm probably mispronouncing his first name. I don't know if it's Tobe or Toby or what. The guy who made Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Poltergeist and Life Force. Well, now I want to know what what I was confusing this with. So I'm Grady just going to go Clark through did Dark Clark. Future. Dark Future. Oh, see, that was it. Like, Thanks, so Josh. I don't have to go through Graydon Clark. Yeah, I knew there was one. We need more of that. Hey, yeah, instead of doing Renee Cardona movies, just do more Graydon Clark movies. He's got a few more that we could that we could get. Um, that are like sci-fi weirdness. I think there's. Let's see. Since we're just Satan, going Saints over cheerleaders, this. whatever that is, I'm sure that's not disgusting. Without warning would be good. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know about the other ones, but uh, I mean, we don't need to watch joysticks. No. Or the, what he did when like the car wash or something. It wasn't. It wasn't the car wash. Like not the one you're thinking of, but he because he started off with uh, you know, a black shampoo. That's the one I'm thinking of. Uh, some doing yeah. some exploitation movies, <laughs> like, hey, he was born yes. in Michigan. I just saw a picture of I was on IMDb. I just saw a picture of of. I might get in trouble for saying this because no. I made a joke about Wednesday Adams on Facebook that didn't go over very well with some people. <laughs> <laughs> but I just saw a picture of Renee or of 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 Jenny Ortega on IMDb, and she just looked like gaunt and, and gross and like the subtitle underneath it is like uh gen z fashion icons and i'm like really <laughs> oh yeah. man well our final score uh on our on our lovely scale here for cyclone uh you ready for this 12 points uh, <laughs> oh did we rate the riff uh i gave it a five because okay, well, I think yeah, the riffs yeah. are they're so good and they're so dark and I love dark humor so 
Uh, yeah, 12 points. So it beat Hobgoblins 2 by half a point. Okay, well, that's good at least. Uh, I think it just barely... I mean, I, I don't know what the bottom 10 are, and I don't know if this gets into it, but I think it might be close. Uh, yeah. At least since we started doing our, our rating system. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not great. Yeah. Hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. Yeah. Got a question for no, you. No, I would not watch this movie on Rift. <laughs> I would not. Same. Absolutely same. There's no way I would watch this movie on Rift. I probably won't watch it ever again. Uh, so. <laughs> Whew, this movie was, was, it was an experience. Not a good one, but it was an experience. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, that's uh that's that's all that's all I have to say about Cyclone. Nothing else. Absolutely yeah, nothing else. I didn't else. have very much to say about it, but it's like eh. bad. Um yeah. but that's that's gonna that's gonna wrap us up for the, the Riffcast part of our podcast today. Uh, it's we're gonna the take, same podcast. It's the same podcast. We're just gonna take a little, a little short little break. Let people who don't want any spoilers for Mando uh, dip out. Uh, we're gonna take a, a two and a half minute break, um, and then we'll be back with our discussion of uh, season three opener of the Mandalorian. And uh, yeah, so for those of you who who don't want your spoilers, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for listening to us ramble about this awful, awful, awful movie. Um, on so many levels, it's bad. Uh, you can follow the uh, the podcast um, on Twitter at tbriffcast, and you can find me uh, pretty much anywhere online at pb and awesome. Uh, check me out on Twitter at dchadwickauthor, and check me out on Amazon Audible. Uh, just search Dave Chadwick Monkey, Dave, uh, Tumbleweed Dossier, Son of Santa, Happy Valley. It's all up there. In fact, I just started writing my new book here. Uh, I'm uh, I'm pretty deep into it. I've told Jeremy a little bit about it, but I'm keeping yep. this one close to the vest. Yep, I don't even know that much about it. Uh, so for those of you who are taking off, again, thanks for hanging out, and we'll see you next time on the True Blue Riffcast. Rock till you die. Uh, for those of you sticking out, we will be right back. Uh, except for the couple of you who are subscribed, you'll still be able to see us. So, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna run to the other room and get more alcohol. I'll be back. <laughs> all right. Oh man, yeah, that movie's that movie's rough. It's rough. I hated it. Clink clink. So, Josh, how's it going? <laughs> I uh, had the ad-free version of Paramount Plus for a while. And then I switched down to the ad-supported version because we weren't really watching it much. Um, and I share it with a couple friends. And they're like, dude, these ads are ridiculous. Uh, like every every time it was an ad break, you'd get literally two minutes of ads, and not even Tubi is that bad. When Tubi is free and completely ad supported, so like I don't get that one. But um, <clears throat> I spent the last well most of this this morning trying to get it upgraded back 
to the uh, the ad free version, and I just kept getting a weird uh, message, and I had to call. Well, I called customer support, and it said that I was going to be waiting for. 45 minutes and I'm like I can't do that so I got in the chat and it took like 15 minutes I finally got it fixed at least but that was my okay, that was my funness for today I had to take the dogs to the vet this morning too oh no just put one down no no <laughs> no I did I did get some more bait for fishing um no I just oh, it was just disgusting it was just checkup day they just had to go our two our two older dogs had to go get some vaccinations and some some blood work and all that good stuff and get checked out make sure that they're doing all right uh i had to kick out some kids from the movie theater last night because they tried to sneak in to a movie uh one after curfew and two they didn't buy tickets so that was fun the movie have boobs in it no it was creed 3 Oh, so I didn't have boobs in it. Okay. No. Um, but it was kind of Why funny because into that. Why would you risk getting bad from the movie theater to see Creed three? I I don't know. Hey, everybody, we're back. Um, I'm just we're just talking about uh, me having to kick out some kids last night uh, who were in our theater one after curfew and two they didn't buy movie tickets um, for the special preview screening we had of Creed three. Uh, last night and like they were kid kids like 10 11 12 ish they're stupid that explains yeah though they were really they were really dumb uh (laughs) and i'm not just saying that because they're kids but they they were like i i gotta i gotta give this uh, the proper uh story here it's not it's not anything crazy but you tell uh, your story then i'll tell a story super quick they uh they came in and everybody was kind of busy, you know, with concessions and everything. And they just kind of came in, and two of them just went into the theater. And I'm like, hang on. And the third one stayed out, and he went up to the concession thing. I I don't think he was going to buy tickets. I think he was just going to buy, like, some popcorn or some drink or whatever. And um, the guy there asked him for his ID because we have a curfew that starts at 6 p.m. And uh, if you're not 18 years or older with a valid ID... Um, we, we don't even let you in the building. Um, There's a curfew. If, you're, if you're there with somebody 21 or older, that's going to stay with you through the movie. Then you, then you're okay. Uh, but if you're curfew just for the theater, it's for, yeah, it's, it's our, okay. it's like one of our company policies. Oh, okay. Um, and for us, it starts at 6 PM. <clears throat> so one, they shouldn't have been in there for that anyway. And then they were in the movie, uh, and they didn't buy tickets or anything. So I went in there to talk to the other two because the other one was just, like, in the lobby. And I'm like, hey, guys, uh, I just need your tickets and your IDs. And they're like, what? IDs? And I'm like, yeah, so you have to be uh, 18 or older to be in here right now. And then they tried. They thought it was because of the movie. Uh, And they're like, oh, this isn't Ant-Man? And I'm like, even if it was (laughs) Ant-Man... You're not allowed to be in the building right now. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they got up and left. Well, this, the theater that was screening Creed is our normally the one that we have our 3D movies in. And so they all grabbed like a pair of the kid-sized 3D glasses when they went in. And they left. <laughs> I had to go outside um, to get a picture of one of our, our parking lot lights that was out. 
This is just like, you know, a safety thing or whatever. And uh, the kids are like halfway through the parking lot, and I hear the one go, all right, ready? One, two, three. And then they all yelled out. They all yelled out, we got your glasses, bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, congratulations, those are free. <laughs> and then they're like, what? And then they like took off running uh, through the rest of the parking lot and left. But they were just dumb. <laughs> that was the only excitement that we had yesterday. Otherwise, otherwise, it was it was just a pretty uneventful evening. Didn't have to kick anybody out for having sex again last night, which is always ah, good. I've had to do that three times over the past like four that's weeks. Disgusting. Why, it is. Why would you? Why would you do such a thing? And they're in the bathroom, um, like all. It's always bathroom. in one of the bathrooms. Yeah, the last one they were both in the men's room in one of the what, stalls. What, what in the hell is happening in Michigan? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Dave. It was awful. That, I mean, that, these the last two I scared the crap out of, but I did it on purpose because I wanted them to be scared and embarrassed. Uh, because hopefully now they won't ever do it again, like anywhere. Uh. And they had a car. Like, they were sitting out in the car most of the time in the parking lot, and then they come in and decide to do that. Like, guys, just, it, just you know, just stay in the car. Park or out a little bit farther house. away from everybody. Yeah, or go to a house. Well, How about just not bone in public at all? How about there that? You there you go. That's that's the answer right there. But, like, I, I you, saw that you, they were both you, in the stall. And I just kind of walked over and I started pounding on the side of the the stall wall. And I'm like, get out. And, you know, they had to uh, get get decent and to get out. Uh, And they walked out and I'm like, yep, you guys need to go. You can't be doing that in my bathrooms. And uh, I'm like, you guys are not allowed ever back in this theater again. And, like, people are watching me escort them out. And it was great. I really hope that they rethink their lives. Well, my story is not nearly as interesting as that. I work at a supermarket. I'm not going to say which one. Um, but uh, we close at... Uh, I don't know why we're even open that late, but we close at 11. And uh, there was... And uh, I, of course, I'm the overnight custodian or one of them. On, and uh, I got a call saying, hey, we have a jam spill over by Frozen. So I get on our scrubber. I'm riding over and I'm going through one of the aisles to get there. And uh, this couple rounds the corner and the dude, the guy is just like hanging out inside there. He's got to be at least 23. Uh-huh. He's hanging out inside the cart, like in like the uh, compartment, you know, just like, just like with his, with his knees up to his chest, just sitting there <laughs> talking to his girlfriend, just hanging out with his arms, hanging out the side. It's like talk to him. His girlfriend's pushing him in the cart. Oh my gosh. And I just like, and they, I saw them and they saw me, like me and the chick made eye contact. And I just did like that. You can't see me, but I just did like, you know, the thumb, like, Hey, he's got to get out. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. And they tried to go past me. Like they didn't know what that meant. Oh, come and on, I no. said, I stopped them. And I said, guy, no, he has to get out of the cart. And he's like, huh? And like his girlfriend just looks at him like, you come, come on, you have to get out of the cart. And so he does this big number where he just like puts one leg over and then swings the other leg over, jumps out, you know, then uh, looks at me. He's like, 
is that better, sir? <laughs> and I'm just like, I felt, I was just like, and I was just like, I, of course, I was just like, thank you. And I went on my way, but I felt more bad for the chick, man. That's just like, really? This guy? <laughs> like, this is the guy. I like it okay. when you catch people doing stuff and they like try to act like they were like, oh, why are you being a buzzkill? I'd be like, I don't want your ass in my shopping cart. <laughs> I uh, I was dropping a food order off uh, to one of the people in one of the theaters because um, we have it. You know, if if you come order something and it takes, you know, a few minutes to make, we'll just bring it into the theater for you. And uh, it was uh, cocaine bear, and I I walked all the way up because of course they were in the all the way top row at the very back of the theater, and uh, handed it to him. I took like three steps down and I heard somebody opening a can of something you know, no. <laughs> noise. And so I stopped like, first of all, you see me, I'm right there. Like I'm standing right next to you. And I turned and I look and I, and I saw the only people that really could have been. And I walk over. I'm like, did you just open that? And she was like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go check. I'll be right back. So I went to the manager's desk, pulled up the security camera. Sure enough, opening a, a can of something. The person well, what, who I thought was it was, a can? was it alcohol or I honestly I don't know. Um, all I did is I walked back in there, went right back up to their seat, and I'm just like, I am gonna need that can. And she reached down, and handed it to me, and. Uh, I threw it away as I was walking out of the theater. I didn't even bother checking to see what it was because it doesn't really matter what it was. Like, if you're gonna sneak it in, you gotta be sneaky. Like, don't well, don't no, open okay, shit. Look, it's not that hard because, of course, we all do it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we're not gonna pay nine dollars for a coke. I mean, come on, give me a break. Right. So I don't judge them like for that, but like to do it like right in front of you. I mean, of course, you have to do something. Yeah. Yeah, like if, I if I see it, you know, then I got to act on it. But if I don't see it, then I don't really care. I mean, yeah. we we had somebody and I don't know how the hell they even got it in there. But we had a a full-on pizza box in one of our trash cans one night. And I have no idea. I I commend whoever did that on how they got that in there and not like you know, made a mess. Like that that's that's a good job. Like I'm I'm not even mad. I'm impressed that you were able to do that. But uh, yeah, that's en- enough 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 rambling about stuff. Um, thanks, Dave. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, just, let's... I just wanted to see. I just came in. I just wanted to see what 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 Josh was saying. I just want to see if Josh was saying anything interesting. I don't even know if Josh is still in here. Um, I mean, it says we still got multiple viewers but uh we we i'm excited oh there he is josh is here oh hello josh uh i'm excited anybody else lurking anybody else lurking if you want if, if you if, interact with the host we will say hi to you yes. oh hi josh <laughs> so just say hello just like josh just did i'm not drunk by the way i'm not inhibited by alcohol at all um but uh <laughs> But we're gonna be talking about the Mandalorian. Yeah. You stuck a two liter into a theater. Good. Good job. About the Mandalorian. Yeah. I about said something extremely dirty and I stopped myself. 
Oh, uh, hey, what's up, uh, Hero Squad? I see you in here lurking. Um, if I hadn't stopped myself, it would have been he snuck it in in his pants. <laughs> and nobody noticed because it's just the norm. No. Um, so, The Mandalorian. Uh, yeah. This was a lot of, of hey, let's, let's reintroduce some of these uh, side characters and uh, set up the whole season. And we get... Uh, the the first the opening scene is the armorer, and so that was kind of weird. I'm like, why are we showing the armorer here? Like, uh, and she's making uh, a helmet. Yes, at first I thought this was like the past. Yeah, I did too. I'm like, okay, this is gonna be like a flashback or something. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's current time. Uh, they're they're making a helmet for one of the uh their younglings. One of their little, who's, one of their little baby Boba Fett's taking taking the oath, uh, and we got a whole bunch of Boba Fett's on the beach. You made and, a little uh, tiny Boba Fett helmet, like here. You're going to be a little baby Boba. Get a little be a play play. Get a little be a little baby Boba Fett. And then it was kind of a little baby Boba Fett, like Django's helmet, a little bit color wise. It was it was more blue, but uh, it did you know it had the blue, the same the same shade of blue. It looked like that. Thank you can Jane never take this helmet off, even if, um, like you, like you have to, has to grow with you. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like you be like your head will you'll be twenty three years old, and your head will be like stuck in this peanut butter jar. Don't take it off, damn you. <laughs> um. So right after the the kid repeats the oath, uh, then then there's a disturbance in the water, and it's a big a big giant alligator. Okay, I have big problems with this. <laughs> yeah, Dave sent me a message as he was watching. He's like, "Why is there a giant alligator?" Why? Okay, so there's so they're 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 doing this ceremony, and this and this giant out there, and suddenly out of nowhere, there's a giant alligator attack. Yes, and I'm just and- like, why is this happening? John Favreau sitting there writing the script, and then, a, like, this isn't very interesting, and then a giant alligator burst out, like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, this is going to be so great. So many Boba Fetts are going to fight the giant alligator. It's going to be so awesome. One, one, a, gets, I, one gets crunched up. I don't know how John up. Favreau talks, but it's... One, one grab ones and, uh, and uh, chomp, chomped it up, chomped up that Mando, and... Uh, then they, you know they're trying to fight it off with with everything they've got, and it's just not enough. And things are looking bleak. And then all of a sudden, here comes Mando. And his and his new little here? ship. Yeah, yeah. Hero Squad's lurking. I think. <clears throat> oh. Um, I just I went into the moderator thing and checked to see who okay. was here. Uh, but uh, yeah, he comes he comes flying in to save the day. He he blows it up. Uh, and then there was some a, a decent number of uh, guts that came flying out of it when he exploded it. I, yeah, I was kind of well, alligator. All that alligator wanted was some dinner. That's <laughs> all that alligator wanted. And instead, it got exploded. Um, and Mando like goes in to talk to the armorer, and the armorer's like, "You took off your helmet. You don't belong here anymore." And he's like, "I'm gonna go back to Mandalore." Yeah, he like he just has to say what. Be like, oh yeah, I did it. What, huh? (laughs) He's like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go bathe in the waters and uh, the living waters of Mandalore. Yeah, and uh, 
and I'll be, you know, I'll be absolved of my transgressions. And the, the armor's like, that doesn't exist anymore because they, they destroyed Mandalore. And he's like, well, I'm going to go find out because, look, someone got this chunk of this gem out of out of one of our mines. And the armor's like, oh, okay, bye. Okay, <laughs> like, okay fine. It, like, it, like, if you want to go die, you can. Yeah. Okay. Mando but... took off. Uh, back in a well, ship. Why do they? Okay, why do they have to be so literal? Like, okay, know. so like in order to be to be to be redeemed, you have to go bathe in the river below the streets of Mandalore, whatever the hell it was. Yeah, but if this Mandalore, is... but if Mandalore doesn't exist anymore, it's like okay. Well, I mean, there's got to be some. It's obviously clearly just ceremonial. Yeah, you know. Uh, I mean, or, it's, it's or... the the sect he's in is you know a bunch of zealots, and it's 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 more of a cult than anything. And uh, you know, he just he wants to be reaccepted into yeah. that because that's you know all he all he knows. Um, mm-hmm. When when they when they also, leave, you can't lie. Like, okay, here's the thing. Oh, I have this piece of green glass that like uh, says that it came from wherever the hell. On Mandalore. Yeah, he's like, I, he like, could have said, I, I went and got you, this. This is my proof. If, if I brought you proof, then you would have to accept, like, yeah, sure, of course. Why didn't you just be like, oh, I did it. Here's my proof. Yeah. Here's the yeah. proof already. That's all he needed to do. Uh, but then we wouldn't have much of a problem. season. Because We wouldn't have much idiot. of a season if we did that. Uh, and uh, they they take off. And this part, I I really liked the little the little touch they did here. When they're traveling through hyperspace, and Mando is obviously sleeping. Oh yeah, he's a slipping. Uh, and and little little Grogu is sitting there looking out his little uh, goober viewing hole that he's got, and, he, and sees, he, sees, he sees whale silhouettes on the other side of the 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 hyperspace thing. Yes, uh, specifically uh, the Purgles. The what? Uh, they're called Purgles. They uh, we saw them. I think we saw them first in uh, Rebels. And it's actually those are uh, the creatures that took uh, Ezra and uh, Thrawn at the very end of of Rebels. Like that's where they disappeared. They disappeared with these Purgle whales, and because uh, the whales can travel through uh, hyperspace, um, and they they took the two of them, and that was where the show ended. That's why uh, Ahsoka. Is looking for for him uh, when Tell she showed up in season two. Thrawn is. Yeah. They better pay that off. By the way, they, they will. S- they will. They cannot. Like, you cannot say his name and then not show him to me in the flesh. Because we've been we've been waiting. I say we, but you know, I, I'm just saying Star Wars fans Rebels. collectively. Uh, we've been waiting to find out what happened to Ezra and Thrawn. Since the end of Rebels, um, who cares about Rebels? Or Rebels who cares was, about Ezra? Rebels was good. Like Thrawn. it started off very much aimed at kids, and then like halfway through the first season, they're like, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna spread the spread our audience up here a little bit to older people." Anyway, I was, and I was they really brought hoping. in like Darth Vader and Palpatine, and then of course the big bad for the uh, the last couple seasons of the show was Thrawn. And uh, it's it's very very interesting, and I I I'm looking forward to Ahsoka simply because I want to see Thrawn and Ezra like in the flesh. I want to see both of them 
Uh, mostly Thrawn because Thrawn is well, it's Thrawn. I mean, yeah, come on, Thrawn is especially if you're a big EU fan or Legends. Yeah. Legends, know, which I am. But this whole thing now, what are those? What are those whale monsters called again? You said the Pergil. Okay, I was really hoping. I don't know why, but I was really hoping this had some connection to Fraggle Rock, because <laughs> that that it seems like a Fraggle word. <laughs> Like if this thing, oh. like if Mandalorian somehow is connecting to Frag Rock, I'll pay for. I'll, I'll get the ad-free plan on Disney Plus. I'm down for that. Um, Zomando so goes back to uh, the place where it all began. He goes back to Navarro. Navarro is um, a fine planet. Yes, <laughs> Josh says that the Fraggles are in the caves under the planet. Um. But, uh, yeah, so they they go to see to go see him. Who's uh, what's he's the high magistrate now? High ma- the high magistrate. <laughs> People you refer to him as magistrate, and he's like high magistrate. I could program you to say high magistrate, but I I like correcting people because yeah, it was a, calls his, attention to the fact that I'm the high magistrate. It was his droid was that clearly an office we made up yesterday. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's basically it's a completely different uh, city now, populated with member berries, populated with Admiral Akbar's, populated oh, yeah. with, with salacious crumbs. We had a whole a whole tree of salacious crumbs. All kinds of all kinds of member berries, man. Um, and uh, so Mando goes to talk to him, and he's like, "Oh, well, yeah, whatever you need, man." He's like, "I do need like a marshal, though." And they're like, "Oh, what happened to Marshal Dune?" And he's just like, oh, she got recruited by the Special Operations Unit or oh, whatever. Is that so they're like, yeah. Yeah, so no, they're no, trying to just no, like. No. Yeah, she, she was fired for some dumb BS. <laughs> we don't talk about it. Why do you um, even bring it up? Yeah. Well, because, you know, they, they have to get that one line in there. To... She's an extremely popular character that's not on the show anymore. Um. So... <laughs> So then the the droid comes in and interrupts and they're like, "Hey, so there's like pirates here, pirates in the city. They want to talk to you. There's pirates." I thought that was kind of funny how many times the droid said pirates. Um, and so they they go and uh, they're like outside of what is now a school. It used to be a bar. <laughs> so, you know, that's and this one guy just doesn't get it. He like refuses to get it. Yeah, and he like, got nah, all his men killed. This was a bar. And it's gonna be a bar. We're gonna go drink in there, and they have like a like a standoff over and, the uh... dumbest stuff. Because you'd be <laughs> like, "Come on, you can have a drink in my." In, I'm I'm the president now. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> like I'm the president of this whole planet. Come have a drink in my office. Also, why am I talking to you? Why I'm not sending an aide or something? Yeah. And the guy's like, "No, we're gonna drink here because this used to be a bar, and I say it still is." And then uh it'd be like I have a gun too. Wada, wada, wada. <laughs> they yeah, they have a standoff. Uh, he shoots the gun out of the pirate's hand and uh then he's like you guys need to go and then his other pirate pals pull out guns and Mandel's just like nope pew 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 and he takes all of them out. And uh and Grogu's just watching all this like cute. Yeah. Grogu's like he's he's murderous, man. Uh he loves watching people eat it. And uh, so the guy leaves, and it's like, hi, huh, I wonder if we're going to see them anymore in this season. Uh, oh, turns out the answer is in, yes. Turns out we see them immediately. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, Mando leaves, uh, even though the guy's... Oh, no, 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 he doesn't leave yet. There's one more very important thing that happens. Uh, oh, he takes God. He takes the statue... Uh, of IG-11, at least the parts that were actually IG-11's parts. And uh, he's like, I need, a, I need a droid that I can trust, and he's the only one I can trust, pointing at this statue. That's such bull crap. Why don't you program one you can trust, you freaking moron? And, and uh, he's like, oh, sure, I guess we can try and, and reactivate him. And they, they reactivate it. It's just the and upper he just, half Immediately of he tries to kill Grogu. Yeah, right? he's, like, like crawling like around like the Terminator. And, uh, like, they're shooting at it, and it's not doing anything. And then all of a sudden, uh, the the droid pushes the bust of the, the high magistrate on the IG-11 unit, crushing its head. And Mando says, oh. talk about using your head. I'm like, they oh, did oh, not. Oh, did he say that? Oh, I thought that was something you said. No, Mando said that. that. <laughs> I was groaning too hard. No, Mando said that. And I'm like, oh, my, they did not. They didn't just do that. Um, So then they're just like, well, I guess, uh, I guess that's that. And he's like, no, I think we should still try and repair him. And he's like, oh, we got a little house full of Babu freaks in here. And, uh. And, and they might course, be able to fix it. I'm just, I'm just offended by any reminder that episode nine exists. <laughs> and uh, so they go into this little, this little shop for the Babu Fricks, and uh, they they're all trying to tell him in the cutest way possible. <laughs> He's like, "No, Not we can't fix robot. Him. We can't fix him. He's dead." And Grogu grabs one and like starts hugging. Oh, he like, "Oh yeah, Grogu's way into it. Grogu's <laughs> way like, into the Babu Fricks." They're Frick like, "No squeezy." No squeezy, not pets. Bad baby. <laughs> so Is one of them Babu Frick? I don't think so. Because I we're just... good, like what thirty years before that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I don't remember what they're they're like Andalasians or something. I don't remember what the heck they are called. Uh, and I'm not looking it up right now. But um, yeah, it's it's so funny. It was it was dumb, and I just laughed so hard. Uh, so they leave. They're like, "You need to get him. We need to fix his memory core." And they're like, "All right, do it." And they're like, "All right, we'll try." And then Mando leaves, and uh, this Once is where we pirates immediately. Yeah, this is it's it's the clip where he's like, uh, "You got to learn how to to travel the galaxy properly." And then like six pirate ships show up in an asteroid field, and I'm not it gonna is- lie, it was a badass space fight because like Mando's literally just popping out of nowhere just blowing him up it's just like he pops out explodes one and then hides again and then pops out from a different place and explodes one and hides and again their, and their leader is like is like Swamp Thing Jeffrey Rush from Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> yes and because he's like the, the same pirate that was left on the surface of the planet is the last one who didn't get it blown up by Mando? Yeah, in the he, dog yeah fight. he got all his men murdered because he wanted a drink at a school. It's like, buddy, there's no <laughs> alcohol in there. That was worth uh, the lives of all your men, you idiot. And uh, he's like, "Yeah, I'm leading them to you, Captain." And he gets there, and it's this huge ship. Like, and Mando's like, "Uh, yeah, we can't, we can't win here. We need to go." And just yeah. like hits the boosters and just dips out and. And the the Swamp Thing space pirate is just like, come back here. <laughs> that, was, that was the end. Like he literally was like a like a plant creature. He had like these long vines hanging down off that of his was face. Swamp and, thing. Yeah, yeah, it was a little Swamp Thing. And uh, 
And then the last, I think it was the very last thing we get is when oh, uh, yeah. he goes to some other planet and he's like, this is this planet. It's in the Mandalore system. And he's just like, and that's a Mandalorian castle. And, yeah, like, oh. and he goes and, and he goes in the castle and he talk. I guess he talks to a droid first, goes into this big, long, empty hallway. And uh, Katie Sackhoff is just hanging out at the end of it. Right. Yep. And he walks up to him being like, oh, hey, hey, Katie Sackhoff. What's going on? <laughs> Where's Sasha Banks? And she's like, they all left because you have the dark saber, jackass. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, that sucks. And he, she's like, you still have it? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, well, get it out and swing it around and they'll do whatever you say. And he's like, okay, I'll go do that. And he's like, you want to come? She's like, no, I'm sitting here hanging out by myself here on my throne. Yeah. Like, he's like, I'm going to go back to Mandalore. And she's like, that planet's poisoned. And he's like, I'll be the judge of that. And then she's like, okay, bye. <laughs> that's the end of it. It's just like, yeah, that's the end of it. It's like, I don't know. Not a strong start. I don't think <sighs> it was just a lot of, a lot of like setup for everything else that's going to happen this season. Um, as far as like the space pirates and him going to Mandalore, probably it the is, space pirates will find him there and they'll have a big showdown and that'll be the end of the season. Book of Boba Fett. That was, that and was you probably, can't, I'm, I'm, I'm more invested in it than, than Obi-Wan and it's like, Obi-Wan had some big problems. Yeah. But I, I don't, um, I think everybody will agree with that. They, yeah. Everybody will have different reasons for not liking it, but there there were some issues. I I thought it was fine. It wasn't anything great. Um, and of course, the way they ended it, you know, I was like, "Ooh, hey, fan service!" So that made me a little happy. But well, I um, think that it, I think with Obi Wan, if they had like, it should have been a movie. And it should have well, been it was going to be originally. Better. It was going to be a movie. Yeah, because it was it was basically a a, a sequel to Revenge of the Sith. Um, but I, I don't think we learned anything in Obi-Wan that we didn't already know with the exception of maybe how Vader got that little crack in his head. Yeah. I mean, that, that was a cool part, but it's like, I think for different reasons than other people think we're not going to get into that aspect of it. (laughs) I just think that, um, uh, what was her name? Like third sister or something. I think she was horribly miscast. Yeah. Not for the same reasons other people would say. <laughs> yeah, the both the the most toxic part of the just, fan base. Yeah, yeah. I I she just she just came off as Darth that chick you went to high school with. <laughs> like that's how she came off. She didn't really have like that kind of she she didn't really have a a, a powerful presence as say like the what was that guy that she supposedly killed, but then came back? The grand, the alien guy, the grand inquisitor. Um, one of the brothers. I, yeah, I don't remember. Um, yeah, no, I thought. Wasn't that Han from more uh, that guy? He had a cool alien design. I thought he should have been in more of the season. Yeah, she was just a person. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I think they made Obi Wan too much of a sad sack. But that's just me. Yeah, probably. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely excited about seeing where uh, this season of Mandalorian is gonna go. Hopefully, some more fun. Which I I you know I have a I little bit of faith see in that. Eat more eggs and then see <laughs> girl people. go eat the eggs. 
to see people flip out about it. We need to talk about, you remember that? We need to talk about Baby Yoda eating that woman's egg. You know, it's not real. (laughs) Yeah, this is not real. It's a TV show. Um, No, I honestly, for a split second, when he picked up uh, that little Babu Frick guy, that he was going to try and eat him. (laughs) Like, I really thought for just a split second. He likes to eat. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no, don't eat the Babu Frick. And uh, then they started yelling at him, no squeezy. And yeah. <laughs> he just wanted to be cute. I mean, well, I mean, like, well, here's the thing with the Mandalorian. And I think they they kind of encountered this with with Book of Boba Fett is that how do you top running like like that whole sequence with Luke Skywalker? I don't know. They're, I don't know they... how you top that. I don't know where you go from that. They're going to have to try. <laughs> But I'm afraid they're yeah. gonna try and it's gonna fall flat on its face. I, I mean, know. like, just like I mean, like, I'd like to see more of him. I mean, I know we had him in Book of Boba Fett, but have him. I don't know. It just seems like a waste. You don't need to CGI. You don't need to CGI. Okay, friends, here's here's what they should do. <laughs> Cancel whatever bull crap you got going on with Winter Soldier, okay? Because that shit ain't working, all right? And <laughs> hire Sebastian Stan to be Luke Skywalker like in his mid-30s. Or his well, even 40s. even Mark Hamill's like, yeah, I'd be down for that. Yeah, like, Even like, he's good with the idea of, of him playing a, a yeah. mid, not quite Everybody wants Luke. that, okay? Everyone wants Sebastian Stan to be Luke Skywalker, okay? Even Luke Skywalker. Yeah. So have him on and just, just do it. Just the adventures of Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And then just like, you can bring in, you, you can do all the EU fan service you want. You can like, there's like a whole 30 years of his life to cover, man. You can bring in Mara Jade. You can bring in, you you could do anything you want, anything you want with Luke Skywalker. If they ever Unless brought in Mara Jade, people would lose their minds. Well, yeah, well, yeah. They, like they yeah. would be so excited for that. Even do even recast. I I don't care. Recast Princess Leia and Han Solo. <laughs> I mean, like at this point, okay. Can we talk about speaking of that? I know we're going off going <laughs> going off on a thing here, but could, can we talk about how we don't need Indiana Jones five? <laughs> we'll definitely be talking about that movie when that comes out because okay uh, all right we'll save it but i don't think it's i don't think it's gonna be as bad as the fourth one necessarily i I think it's gonna be way worse it's not gonna be good like there's no way no no that it can actually be good it's got time travel in it (sighs) unless they somehow pull off whatever the magic they use for uh top gun maverick Harrison Ford don't got that in it. <laughs> Harrison Ford is not Tom Cruise. I think he would be more Val Kilmer in that. Um, oh no! <laughs> Tom, uh, Harrison Ford is a, is also going to be the president in the MCU. What? Yeah. Uh, they. Uh, Are we gonna get Hurt, Air Force One too? I don't. In... William, William Hurt was uh, Thunderbolt Ross. You know, up until he, is he passed. Be the so Thunderbolt Ross is now going to be played by Harrison Ford, and he is going to be president in the next Captain America movie. 
of the United States. Yep. <laughs> who's going to believe? Who's it? That's unbelievable. Who's going to believe that we could have an 80 year old president <laughs> out there <sighs> smelling everyone's hair and stuff? And on that note, <laughs> uh, sorry. All right, guys. I think that's gonna. I think that's gonna wrap us <laughs> up for today. Uh, I, I gotta go pick up my son's uh, car in a little bit. Anyway, I think they should be about done with it. Uh, you are welcome, Josh. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for yes. anybody else who was was lurking in here during this. And uh, yeah. We'll we'll see everybody later. I'm not I'm not gonna do another outro because I this I probably won't do anything with this second. You're not gonna upload this. Part. Well, I will, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna move it before the other. I'm gonna chop up the outro that we did before and put it. Oh, this. okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. But thanks for hanging out through the uh, True Blue Riftcast and the True Blue Mando Cast, and uh, it's the we'll same see. podcast. <laughs> it is the same podcast. Uh, we will see everybody uh, next time, next week, hopefully, uh, right here on the True Blue Riftcast. Rock till you die.